we are starting at the words, Amar Rava, Rava says, okay, so getting a little bit into this idea of uh, a convert being a judge. So, Ger Don Es Chavero Dvar Torah. A convert can judge a fellow convert, as far as the Torah is concerned. Okay, Shenemar, the Pasuk says, Slom Tosim Olech HaMelech, you shall place upon you a king. That Hashem chooses him from amidst your brethren. Shall you place on you a king? Um, so what, what's going on over here? Now, first of all, who's talking about a judge here? They're talking about a king. So Rashi points out that a king and a judge is a very similar role. It's it's a very strong position of authority, and we understand that this is. And we use the double expression of sum tasim. It's saying any position of authority is being referenced over here, uh, where the person has a real authority. That's what we mean is a requirement that it should be a Jewish born. Now, um, if you look at the pasuk, it says sum tasim When it's on you, so then it needs to be mikarvachecha. But when it's on but for but for a convert, he can judge his fellow uh, converts. So in other words, converts can form their own best in four converts to judge each other. Okay, it's just a, and that's the idea. Um, what if this person's father is not Jewish, but his mother is Jewish? So then, Danafil Yisrael, then he is already kosher. In that's enough to be able to judge even Yisrael. And when it comes to chalitza, then there's even a greater requirement. Actually, Israel has the need be both. Both parents have to be Jewish born in order for him to be a fit uh, judge. The Pesach says, Be Yisrael means in Israel, that uh, from all sides. Okay, that's the idea. Okay. If, if a woman was, uh, was it, her father was a gear, she needs chalitza or yeah, we're not. Um, I'm, I'm in. Father was a because yeah, it's saying only it has to be only. No, the No, we're talking only about the, the requirement here is only about the judges. That's the that's the. Not about the woman herself. Not the woman herself. Yeah, okay. right, right. She could be herself a gioras, uh, as far as I understand, and she could be somebody who would get yibum or chalitza. The point over here is, is that as far as the judges, the people who are okay. the, making it happen, they they need to be both parents Jewish. I, I, like I said before, find this very interesting. Like what, what's beyond this unique requirement when it comes to Yibo? You know, I'm assuming there's some deeper understanding, not just uh, based on this. Okay, Amarav, Rav says, I'm Rav Kahn, in the name of Rav Kahn, Amarav. In Eliyahu, should Eliyahu come? Okay, let him come. Fine. I don't think it comes on Fridays. All right, okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, today's a bridge. Oh, today's a bridge. Oh, well, he's beer. Today. He's coming anyway. Oh, he's coming anyway. Good point. I forgot about that, right? But he's here already, right? So, see, that's why it ties in. Viomer, uh, and he tells us that you can do chalitza with a soft leather shoe. Show me love. Fine. We'll accept that. Okay? If he says you can't use the sandal that we use, Sorry, we already do that. Shekvar, no go on besandal. That's accepted custom. And even Eliyahu Navi, as great as he may be, we're not saying that he's not great, but he can't take away a minute that we already are doing. You follow? That's the gist. Uh, for Rav Yosef Amar, Rav Khan Amar, he has a little different version. 
If Elio Anavi would come and say, that you cannot use a soft leather shoe, because that's not our custom. Not even though, according to us, we do say that ideally you should, uh, that, that bid the evidence, okay, but it's not our custom. But ain't chotzim misandal, ain't shemlo, that not. Washing fire, no, go on misandal, because that's already our custom. Now, my benayim. What's the difference? There's a subtle difference between the two versions. What's the difference? My benayim, the difference is this. Mino lechatchila. Can he tell you to um, use a soft leather shoe lechatchila? Um, Can we, in other words, it's also changing the custom, but he's like saying that, uh, go ahead and use a soft leather shoe. You guys are so machmir, right? You know, uh, hey, who knows? Who knows how many things fall into that category of like strictures that we took on ourselves over the years? And I say, there's no need to do that. What are you doing? Okay, right? I'm saying like it could be that there's plenty of things that fall into that category. And that, according to this version, that's something that Eliyahu will set us straight on. What he can't do is say that the custom that we're doing is wrong. But you can say that you didn't need to do that. You could do this too. Okay. That's really what he's. That's what the version A is saying. So that's the. Uh, um, so according to the one that's saying a soft shoe is even acceptable from the outset, not only bid So it says if you use this soft leather shoe, it's kosher. Isn't it only true bid not lechatchila? So it's not true. Could be that the mission is not countering that. Outright, even though the Mishnah does say it only in a bidyavid way, but it could be maybe a soft leather shoe is even gosher from the outset. We're contrasting it to the Seifa, which says the sack is the chalitz is invalid. That's even bidyavid. So So that's why we said middle even in a bidyavid way, but not not because it is only good bidyavid, but because. We're trying to contrast it to a sock, which it's similar to. It's also soft, and that's not even acceptable by the Eved. It happens to be that this question of using a soft leather shoe is a machlok stenoi. Why? I one time showed up to this place called Nitzivin, and I found an elderly man there. was from the previous generation. Did you know him? I'm really, are you kidding? Hey, absolutely no. He used to, he was a regular at my table. He used to come visit, he used to hang out. We had meals together. Yeah, really tight, because Rabbi Yudavim Sarah was from that town of Nativim. He met an old man, he wanted to know about him. So, so, did you ever see a chalitza in your life? I'm really, um, so I saw, I've seen plenty of chalitzas. Sure, absolutely. So, did, was it a soft leather shoe or a hard, the sandals? Summerly, so that's what he's like, what? You can use a soft leather? Um, if you can't, doesn't he say that it's kosher? So, um, so that's the, so apparently it sounds like it's a, it's a, well, that's really the two sides over here. Rabbi Yossi seems to say that it's actually kosher, even l'chadchila. So anyway, Rabbi Yaakov Omer Mishmo, Rabbi Yaakov says in the name of Rameir, chotzim b'mino l'chadchila. So there we have Rameir, one version A, it's only b'di'evet. Version B, Rabbi Yaakov in the name of Rameir, is that it's l'chadchila. 
So now, what's the reason? Now let's try and understand what's the problem with the soft leather shoe. Who cares what type of leather, soft or hard, or whatnot? Okay. So my dear, look at the my time. What's the reason? Either mishum to have your panta me'al varaksa me'al to me'al. To understand this, you have to like sort of get a picture of a shoe. But if you ever just imagine what we're talking about, you have the the basic top part of the shoe, that's the on the foot. Then you have the straps that fold it over, mm-hmm. and then that holds the first layer down that the shoe stays strong. Okay, um, I don't know if you understand that where you where you tie it. We um, let's say look just imagine a shoe, the, the typical shoe, not those kinds. Talking about a regular shoe, regular shoe, the soft leather shoes that we wear. So you have the you have the the, the tongue that covers your foot, right. and then over the tongue there's a second layer right. that you tie it to hold it, it down, to hold it all down. The shoelaces, right? So so you could say that it's like it's as if you have two shoes on. The the tongue is the first shoe, but that's the soft. That's that's what's touching your foot, and the other part that's actually holding it on is me'al de me'al. It's on what's on your foot. You following? So it's kind of like a double situation over here, and therefore And the Torah requires only a single shoe, and that's the problem. Why we don't use that kind of shoe? You following? That's the sh- that's the question. Yeah, if that's true, I feel like they have a nami low. Uh, even be the evidence shouldn't be good. So the Gemara says. Um, so the answer is Meaning, if you have a torn uh, uh, shoe, it once it, even though it's soft, even though it's torn, you can actually put it on your foot. But if it's a sandal, what that's hard leather, it's not going to go on once it breaks. So that's the idea. You want you, like you could actually get away with a torn shoe and still function, but a torn sandal is dead in the water. It's like a strap. It won't stay on. That's why we don't want... It's, it's really... Me'al de me'al isn't the problem. But what the problem is, is that maybe it'll already be torn, and therefore it's not a good shoe, but it's functional, so therefore you might use it, and that's the idea. So you want to specifically have a type of shoe that will only function if it's fully intact. That's the idea. That's the... That's the concept. Inam yushom chatzim minal or a half a shoe. Okay. So I'm a rav. Ilav de chamisa chavivi. If I had not seen my uncle, his chavivi is his uncle Rupchia. The chalutz besando the isle shinsin. He used um, uh, uh, a, a sandal with straps. Sandal with straps, a strapped sandal. No, la avay chalitzna. I would never have used a strapped a strapped type of sandal. Um, for the chalitza, I wouldn't have known that that would be acceptable. I would think that you need the kind like the Arabs use that gets very tight, that hold, you know, that, 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 that is tight around the foot. And his sandal was not very tight like that. Um, what about the one that we use? Even though it does have um, it, 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 it's tied tightly on the lip, um, and it's not going to come off the foot. However, Katrina um, Mitna, there's straps in addition to that. If you look at the picture of the shoe that I sent, that's where you're going to see it. We have these extra straps. This way, 
is going to be a more proper removal of the shoe because uh, like she has to loosen the straps and then take off the shoe. So it's all this way. It's more of a, the removal. You don't want it to be like it is already removed without her help. Okay. Simen HaTorz Yivama Sandal. Okay. So Amar Rav Yud Amar Rav HaTorz Yivama Lashuk. When? What's the moment that the Yivama becomes permitted? Bishmitas Rov HaEkev. Once the, the majority of the uh, heel is, it comes off the heel most of the way, boom, she's mutter to marry. Okay? Uh, if you untied the straps of this shoe or sandal, or it was removed from most of the foot, it's not good. Time of the Shamat, who? That's why, because he did it already. He loosened the shoe. That's what it's saying. Hashamti, uh, but if she removed it, Chalitza's Kshir would be okay. Rova Regalin, Rova Ekevlo. Most of the foot, and not most of the heel. So the Gemara says, Lo, Hainu Rova Regal. The heel is the most of the foot. Hainu Rova Ekev. Why? My Korle Rova Regal, I call it most of the foot. The Kula Chayla, the Kara, Alei Rachim. You want to know what's carrying your weight of your body? It's the heel. Okay? Um, the rest of it is for balance, okay, the front of your foot. But uh, the, the weight of the foot, of the body, is on the, is on the heel. So mm-hmm. once you remove from that, that's the real foot, you understand? The heel is the acre of the rego. Okay. Um, move, moving right along, okay? Um, um, uh, uh, right, uh, the is pressing on that. Um, whether he untied it and she removed it, or she untied it and he removed it, it's not good. She has to be both the loosener and the remover. Okay, okay, what if she tore it off? She didn't. You know, remove it, but she tore it off, or she burnt it off. So in other words, she took like a, yeah, she took a, Rashi says she took a coal and burnt right through the leather, leather, and then it just, you know, fell off. Hot foot. Hot foot, right. I was going to say, example, she took a flamethrower, you know, whatever. A torch. A A torch, a little, right, those butane torches, right, whatever, and just... She lasered it off, okay? Mao, what's the story? Giluye, uh, Karabina, and the idea is to show his foot. Expose the foot. Expose the foot. You can, you got that. Do you need a removal? You don't got that. Take That's a good question. We'll wait for Eliyahu Navi on that one. Okay, ask him. He's here. Right? As long as you're ready, yeah. What's he here? This question. You got a shoe on a shoe, okay? Ma, um, what's the deal? Hey, what's the case? You just remove the outer shoe, and then you, and you left on the inner shoe. So, uh, I don't know if you actually see. Socks? Is that considered a shoe or the shoe? That's a good question. Uh, that's a good question. I'm curious if they allow the socks. I kind of think they're not going to put any socks on when they're doing this, but. Um, um, but anyway, the, the, but a lot of times you have like these sneakers that are really like a inside shoe that's like soft, and then it goes into the outer shoe. Yeah. Um, anyway, so you have these things. So anyway, ski point boot. being ski boots um, or you know 
I still remember like the boots for like galoshes, whatever they have, like the, so things like that that go over the shoe. Okay, so the shalafte li ilay bekoitatay me'al amarachmanu v'lo me'al demal. So that's for sure not going to work. Lo tzricha de karate li ilay. I tore open the outer one, v'shalafte tatay, and then I slipped off the inner one. The koy ilay, but I didn't. I didn't remove it. I just tore it so I could remove the inner one, but I left the outer one out. Odd. Do you understand? I just tore it open so I could slip off the inner shoe. Mm-hmm. So that's the well, question. Mike, Halitz Binan, why would you do that? You say, question? Okay, I don't know the answer to that. But the Kashan Amaisa, does this work? Halitz Binan, Vaika, Odama Gilui Karabinan, Veleka, here it's the other way around. You have the Halitza, but you don't have the, the exposure of the foot. So that's the Shailah. Frag the Gemara, Omi Ika Kiagavna. You ever see? I mean, is there such a thing? Like, it's like, like, is there such a phenomena? Yes, the Chazul Rabbanan, Rabbanan, the Rav Yehuda, Tenafik Bechamsha Zuzi, Muki Lishuka. He's been wearing five pairs of shoes to to, to the marketplace. Why is he doing that? I don't know. But apparently, uh, there were there were these um, whatever. Maybe he was short. Yeah, whatever. It's right. Elevator well, shoes. Feet get cold. So they suffered from a life-threatening illness called coming with chills. Oh, so he needed five layers of shoes. Okay. Stay warm. So in Texas, just put on a pair of cowboy boots. Cowboy boots, right. So, um, anyway, so there you go. Amar Rav Yudah Marav. Rav Yudah said the name Rav Yavama Shehgidila Bena Akin. Yavi Yavama, who was married to the older brother, but she was quite young, and um, and then the Yavam died. I mean, not the Yavam, the brother, the, her husband died, and she was there with uh, their, like her younger brothers, her brothers-in-law. And, uh, you know, she was helping around the house mm-hmm. with the kids, with the, whatever, and who knows, maybe she slipped away, it's like, oh, can you help me take off my shoes? Maybe oh, it messes yeah, up. Right, exactly. So that's the question. Yeah. You can marry any of the brothers. It's still an option of Yibam. We're not worried. In the process of living. From one of them. So the answer is, because we didn't see it done. But if you actually saw it, you don't have to assume it happened. But if you saw it happen, then it's an issue. I have a Tanya, Benjamin is covering who? Villain is covering he, Benjamin is covering he, Villain is covering who? Chalitza is It's completely invalid unless they both have intent for Chalitza. So obviously, neither are having intent for Chalitza in the case where she's, you know, helping him take off his. Um, this this implied he was Chalitza with too. Yeah, well, okay, maybe there was people who was there. I don't know. The point being is, is that uh, there was never, definitely no Kavana when, you know, when she was helping him take off his. Uh, his ice skates, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um uh if you learn who uh Khalitza's uh Psula. They have to both have intent. So even if we see Ain Khoshin Shemakivna, we don't have to assume that maybe they had Kavana. Bigadami or alternatively, time of Khazina, it's because we didn't see Al Khazina Khoshin, Ad Khatana Bai Kavana and Imilishtaruy Baalma. That's you're right, you do need kavana to make her permitted to get married to anybody else. But it sufficiently counts, maybe not to be free to marry, but it counts enough to, to, to prohibit her to do yibom. It's already enough of a chalitza for that purpose. Hmm. 
So that's interesting. If you have a sandal that, that, that's held together with flax, thread that holds it together, you can't use that for your chalitza, which means that it's entirely made of leather. So I don't know if you looked at the picture of the shoe that I sent. So it, the, even if you look at the bottom, it actually has leather straps that are sewn in to hold the, hold, to hold the shoe together. That's why it's such a weird-looking shoe. That's one of the requirements. So the Gemara says, if it's coming from the Pazgav, which kind of precludes us ever doing Chalitza, right. because we haven't seen a Tachash since, uh, since the Mishkan days. Okay. Tachash is leather, but it's the leather of uh, some some you know, mysterious species that was colorful, whatever. But like, so it's specific to, to that species. Yeah, with some colorful skin, we have no idea what a tachash even looks like. Whatever. Uh, but anyway, it was a it was the it was the ultimate uh, you know exotic boot. Okay, <laughs> whatever. But the bottom line is, if you're going to say it from that. So then, uh, maybe it's only tachash and nothing else. So Gemara says, now now ribe. It says now, so it, more multiple times it's marbet other shoes. Inal now riba if you look on milinami. So then, why do you need leather? Uh, even leather leather sewn with leather. What is tachash helping if not for the fact that it was actually. Um, you know, at least something is to being taught from there that it needs to be fully constructed of leather. Uh, my uh, okay, so now Bob Mine Rebelazar Mirav Rebelazar asked Rav this question: Who shall arbitrate? What if it's basically leather, but it's uh, the leather with the fur on the outside? Okay, um, and uh, and therefore its um, its straps are. If they've used the fur to be the straps. Okay, does that count? Is that a problem? So maybe it fits with the requirement. I mean, after all, could be from the fur also. So if it works, why can't it be fully made out of hair? Uh, maybe just, you know, like a... You know, Woven. Well, yeah, it's just, a, it's made out of the fur. You know, a straight fur. Uh, felt shoe, okay. Who uh, karka mikri? That's not called a shoe altogether. It's called a karka, um, which uh, Crocs, okay. Crocs. How did they get that name? What? Karka is real estate. No, that's an ayin. It was yeah. a, with an ayin. This is Hebrew word. This is a Aramaic word. Karka. English word. English word. Anyway, I don't know. I found it funny that it sounds so similar, but whatever. It's not a shoe. You can't call that a shoe. I would say a slipper, whatever sounds to me like a slipper. Fascinating question. Who says that it means taking off the shoe altogether? Because there, with the word means to remove. Maybe it means to strengthen, meaning to put on the shoe. Strengthen yourself, gird yourself, with men for the army. So they're, you know, so it could have the opposite meaning. So how do you know which way to go with this? So there it also means, it always means to remove. You're moving a guy from his home to bring him to battle. Doesn't that, there it means strengthen? No, it means because he's suffering and being poor in this world, 
he is removed from the judgment of Ganem. It doesn't mean strengthen over there. So because of the the reward for those that fear him, they'll be removed. Again, it's also removed from the judgment of, of Ganem. Uh, your bones will be yachlitz, which that means in the you know uh, in the right spots, okay? Um, but it definitely doesn't mean removed, right? It's the best bracha. Anybody who had you know the back cracked or whatever, make it feel good. So that's a great bracha. Um, and it means where the bones are strengthened, okay? Um, so the Gemara says, you're right. There, this one, we can't really wiggle out. It doesn't mean removal. So what does it mean? In mashmach and mashmach, you're right. They're both, both are possible interpretations of the word chalitza. Okay? It could mean strengthen, it could mean remove. But, uh, if it means to strengthen, if it means to put on the shoe, you should say, he's the cholitz, the shoe in his, on his foot. If it would say on his foot, it can't be a higher up. And you can't say it on his foot. Um, the, the, to say that it's even if it's like higher up, meaning in the, as we know, anytime he has a, his function, you know, there's some enough foot from the knee down, it's okay. So, on the above the foot. My meal raglo. Why would it say meal raglo? Shema mina mishlefu. It means removal. Okay. Amar leo mina the rabbi gamliel. So there was a min and apostate. And of course, if you look at this, it actually sounds like, like I mentioned before, like early Christians. Said rabbi gamliel, "Amad the chalitz leimare mina. God did a chalitza from you. Your guys are like basically God's finished with the Jewish people. He left them." Um, with their sheep and cattle, they'll go to seek out God. So uh, he did a chalitza from them. So you see that uh, you guys are rejected, basically. So show the fool. If you think of Yivama, the chotzu achin. It, it says it in the wrong direction. Um, who, if, a, if, a, if, Yavama, if the brothers do a chalitza to the shoe of the Yavama, does that have any validity? Absolutely not. It's the wrong person. So therefore, it's completely not what's going on over here. Okay, basically, he just pushed them off with because uh, it doesn't read the way that, in that direction. Okay. Next, we said, Bampilia chalitza subsula with the socks. Um, the shoe, it's not a good chalitza. Now, remember, it sounds like an apilia is not really a shoe. Um, you can't walk into, um, if you make a donation for Chumas Adeshen, um, is that what it's saying? No, the Chumas uh, Halishka. So you can't go in to Chumas Halishka with a, with a Pargud Chafus, which meaning this is just a bit, so this is talking about let's say you're the Gabit stuck and they used to have this chamber where all the donations were kept. You don't want men walking in there with pockets. Okay. 
that's a big problem. Anywhere where you can hide money and stuff like that can lead to questions, and we're trying to avoid that. So that's what it's talking about. And you have to be careful. Anything that has a lip on it, on it that uh, you could slip some coins in, or uh, socks, where you could slip it in the socks, would be no good. Surely not with a shoe or sandal. The fish in the middle of sandal is because you can't go in a shoe and a sandal in the Azara. And we have a contradiction. Okay, so um, you're not allowed to go from house to house or from bed to bed in, um, in even an apilia, so, which sounds like that it is a shoe. So what is this? Okay, anyway. He's talking about on Yom Kippur, um, which, because it's wearing shoes, that's what we're saying. So you see an apilia is a shoe. So is it or isn't it a shoe? So that's the question. So I'm Rabbi, that's talking about where it has, it's very soft, Slipper that's very comfortable. Mishum tainig, and it's part of the pleasure. Samalei ravo mishum tainig blomino yamikapurim yasiri. If it's comfortable, if you have comfortable um, slippers, you can't wear them on yom kippur. Varaba barafuna karuch sutra kari. He wrapped cloth on his foot, so it might have been very comfortable. Enough again. That's how he went. Elam ravo lokasha kamam pilishal or kamam pilishal beged. It depends. There, you can have a leather sock, and that is what's not allowed on Yom Kippur, but a, a one that's made out of material is allowed. And it's not, and what we're talking about over here is an Ampilia shell baguette, and that's not acceptable for Chalitza. Um, otherwise, we basically have got a contradiction in Yom Kippur. You can't walk around in those types of footwear. Um, it's like some type of very thin shoe that go on. It's like an inner shoe. Okay, whatever. It's a shoe within a shoe. And you can't walk around in those in your house. But you can wear socks in your house. It's like if it's like a soft shoe, like a sock, uh, a leather sock. That's what you're not allowed to walk around in, even in your house on Yom Kippur. But this, the begged one, the the material one, is allowed. Shema minan. That's the bottom line, and that's the story. Um, and I guess this is a good stopping point, so we'll okay. take it from here.